welcome to the Small Man's What Fightcast. I'm Ralph, and this is my buddy, nemesis, and co-host, Neil. Uh, between us, we've got nearly 40 years of wargaming and role-playing experience, and very little talent, which means we're perfectly qualified to talk about stuff on the internet. Hi, I'm Ralph, and I play Orcs, 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 Chaos, Kador, and High Elves. And I'm Neil, and I play cheesy armies that make Ralph mad. The Small Man's What Fightcast is a probably regular podcast where we look into the world of miniature gaming and roleplaying, discuss news and rumours, and talk about what we currently have on the table. Hello ladies and gentlemen. How are we? Hello everyone, <laughs> welcome back to the Small Man's What Fight Podcast. It's um, been a while. It's been far too long. It's, well, every horrible thing that could possibly happen has happened to the pair of us. Uh, yeah, pretty much. It has been the worst few months of yeah. my life. <laughs> yeah, it's been. It, there's been hospitals, government agencies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a bit like Lethal Weapon Two. <laughs> it's been revoked. Only, only not as good. Hundred <laughs> percent less South Africans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oi. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So uh, yeah. Apologies. But we're back. And the bit at the beginning where we say it's probably regular, we weren't lying about the probably bit, apparently. The, the intention was entirely for it to be regular. <laughs> it's just, just if the fates allow. Yes, yeah. And they have not. But we're back. Yeah. We're back. Yeah. All out, of our various the, the, the shit fate is status, Who knew? <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, we should have expected it, really. Yeah. But we're back, and we're here to talk about Small Man's What Fight Yay! on the Tabletop. And we have some exciting things to talk about exciting this time. Exciting things to talk about. What are we going to talk about first? I think we've got to talk about Smaug first, because he's massive and red and angry. Yeah, and he's adorable. I love him. He, he, he's uh, so cute. This is, of course, the gigantic uh, model that Games Workshop have produced in a limited quantity of, was it 200? Two, yeah. 200. 200. Yeah, that model is gone now. So if, <laughs> if you're listening to this, it's... It's too late. It's about 11 o'clock Saturday morning. It went available for pre-order last night. It's gone. It's gone. There were 200, and it did cost 295 of your Earth pounds. And it's gone. And it was beautiful. And we'll never see its like again. And to be honest, I wouldn't afford it. There's no way I could afford it or want to afford it. I could not justify it. it it's the like, fact that it exists is beautiful. It's, it's like the Marilyn Monroe of miniatures. <laughs> it was beautiful and unattainable and gone too soon. Yes. <sighs> Look, it's, it's awesome. It's a great looking thing. I wasn't, yeah, like you were saying, I wasn't sure from some of the preview shots, but yeah, seeing it on the store with plenty of turnarounds is badass. Yeah. It, I think when the kind of the rumours came out last week, kind of around last Saturday, yeah. I know I was talking to you about it. And I just wanted to see it. <laughs> I have no intention of buying this model. I think it came out. The rumours came out in America, and the rumours were kind of quoting five hundred, six hundred dollars. Well, it seems about right. Yeah, and it's here, and it's huge, and it's beautiful. Apparently made with Forge World resin. All right. Yeah, I don't so you'll never that. be able to stick it together. So no, it will be bent <laughs> to all hell when you receive this model. Maybe it's not so bad with organics. I mean, Forge World stuff I've assembled has always been um, tanks and things which yes, need nice which sharp lines. Look like organics. Yeah. <laughs> Thing is, though, trying to fill like look at the look at the scales, the details of the scales of this guy. Oh, the sculpting. If 
beautiful. If you've got lines and stuff and you have to scrap them off or, you know, fill anything, it's going to be impossible to recreate that level of detail without a PhD in modelling. <laughs> they do PhDs in modelling. Yeah, of course they do. It's an absolute, <laughs> absolute thing that's, that's true. <laughs> but then again, I suppose the people that buy this are the people that are going to lavish attention on it. So yeah, yeah the people that buy this are the people that are then going to put it on eBay for double the price. Uh, well, yeah, the people who buy it off eBay are the guys that yes. are going to yeah, yeah, quite true. Lavish attention on it. Why didn't I think of that? Cause... Oh, because I'm not a bastard. <laughs> yes. uh, speaking of things that you can also eBay, Space Hulk's back! Yay! Yay! So more people can rush to buy it and then put it on eBay. <sighs> I liked Space Hulk. It was fine, but it's 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 like so an old game now. Is this I think. third edition Space Hulk again, mm-hmm. or is it fourth edition? This is third edition. Well, it's right. kind of three point five, isn't it? Because they it's added the, some new stuff. It's the same rules, just more missions. Yeah, yeah. There's a couple yeah. of extra missions in this one. Uh, you know, they are some great looking minis. Oh yeah, and the, the embossed floor tiles, beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, it's it's such a clunky game nowadays, though. I think it's it's still beautiful. But as if if I'm playing a game, I want something that more than two people can play. I think is basically a game workshop game, streamlined, clunky, <laughs> and almost unplayable. Hmm, that doesn't sound like anything they do. <laughs> I don't know about unplayable. It's a it's it's a corking little game, but it's it's too limited for what board games are nowadays. I think the thing, the problem I have with Space Hulk now is. Okay, so this is a board game. Yep. I want to be able to get it out of the box, set up, play. Maybe maybe an hour. Maybe I have an hour. Yeah. And you can't do that with Space Hulk. Because it just takes too too long. Yeah. Yeah. It's I think the Space Hulk is, is kind of along the line of a miniatures game, isn't it? You've got that whole tension that you get from yeah. a miniatures game. It, it it's a great game and it as as that like you say, this build-up of tension is great, but it's not a quick-hit game by any. Means. No, no. Well, I suppose Fancy Flight have got the uh, the license for most of the games workshop, um, like tabletop and card games, and they're doing yeah. a really good job with them. Yeah, you were playing the uh, uh, Conquest. Conquest. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that that was good. I enjoyed that. That was pretty fun. You got the flavour of all the different armies. I was playing Imperial Guard and throwing wave after wave of my own men at some tower, which is perfectly correct. Why don't you play Imperial Guard like that on the tabletop? I did that one time when I had that blob squad of like 50 guys. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember <laughs> In that. one squad. Yeah, I'd have probably won if it wasn't for the... Is it a Hellhound? No, it's not a Hellhound. It's uh, whatever the, the vile the, gas equivalent is. Yeah, the poison uh, one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And Eldar, and t- any shooty army, which is every army everyone else plays in my group. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. bud. I, I could get some more knights and make a knight spearhead. No, don't. <laughs> because Games Workshop are never going to release heavy weapons for Chaos. Ever. No. Ever. Why don't they just give them good things? Nice things. Because GW hates Chaos and hates Chaos players. Because we convert stuff instead of buying their ridiculously overpriced oh, yeah. character models. True. But those Chaos Space Marines, they look so old. Because they are so they look old. So crusty. They're like, hey, look, it's a Marine. And he's got two horns. Yay! It's Chaos now. Kind of like the fact that, thanks to Games Workshop and their sculpting, they make some beautiful models with older Mark armour for the Loyalists. 
than the guys who've been in the warp for the last 50,000 years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. 50,000? That'd put them... Anyway, time works different in the warp. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> 10,000. Yeah, 10,000 10, years. <clears throat> That's yeah. exactly what I said or meant to say. Have you seen the Forge World uh, Gal Vorbach guys? Yeah, they the uh, the possessed. Yeah, they they they're awesome looking. They are. They're um these are the the guys who are uh, uh they were like the first space marines to be possessed by chaos. So they've kind of gone all wibbly wobbly, evil can evil, skibbly wibbly. Those guys. Yeah. And these guys look like I would imagine a possessed space marine to look like. They've got, you know, they've got the armour and then it's sort of mutating into big spiky bastardness. I mean, look at that guy, he's got like an extra face growing out the side of his head. That's what I want from Chaos. Not like, oh look, I've got horns, I'm a baddie. Now, in fairness to Games Workshop, and I know these, these are Forge World minis, but they do... The Chosen that came with Dark Vengeance, the sculpting on that looks a lot like these guys. That's true, actually, yeah. Those Chosen were pretty damn good. The Chosen that came with Dark Vengeance were great. But GW haven't expanded from them. <laughs> no. I suppose the like the jump troops were very uh, yes. similar. They had that sort of thing. That sort yeah. of cool, spiky, mutated... Semi-demon-y. Yeah. Yeah. But, oh gosh, what are they called now? Raptors and Warp Talons. Oh, yeah, yes, the warp. ever effective Warp Talons. Warp Talons, which should be awesome and aren't. <laughs> yeah. We have these massive claws, and then we drop in and we wait around to get shot, and then we might attack okay. you if we survive. In, in the fluff, Warp Talon claws can slice a hole in reality. <laughs> That's how sharp they are in the fluff. In the crunch, they're AP4. <laughs> ah. Ah. It's a bit of a letdown. You've got to feel disappointed in that. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. <sighs> but anyway. Make anyway. Games Workshop, we know you're listening. Because who doesn't listen to this podcast? Everyone listens to this podcast. Everybody. Everyone. All five people that we know. Yeah. In life. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> your mum listens to this? Probably not. Yeah. It's for the best. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Games Workshop. Make us some new Chaos Space Marine models, because then I'd be like, yes, I will play Chaos Space Marines now, thank you very much. Basically, the only reason I never got into Chaos at all is because of the stupid Space Marine models. I mean, you see, my Chaos Space Marines are all Space Wolf-inspired. Yeah, they're so, cool. So, you know, we have a bit of that whole Viking flair <laughs> going on. Going a little bit of... Oh, I saw some great conversions online the other day. We're using the... Uh, uh, Chaos Warrior, Fancy Chaos Warriors is kind of the base for Wolfgang, oh, right. and they just look great. That's pretty badass. Yeah. 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 Uh, mm, something like that. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Anyway, uh, moving on. Uh, oh, we're talking about Forge World? No. While we're talking about Forge World, Conrad Kurtz! He's... Like Batman Wolverine. Wolverine. He's a Batman. He looks... He, I, was, I was saying on email to Ralph... That he looks greasy, which is kind of how I've always imagined him. You know, he's got his greasy, greasy he, weasel hair. He, oh, he, I love his face. I love the sculpt on his face. <laughs> he look, he looks right for me. Like, yeah. Um, blah blah blah. Who's the Death Guard one? Mortarian. 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 I could, I could, you know, believe, frankly. And as a guy who has a very small uh, Death Guard army, 
I should be all over Motarian, but I look at him and I go, yeah, I'm not that bothered. But this guy, yeah, he looks he looks like the boss of the Night Lords with his little skin cloak. Yeah, oh my... You know, we know at this point he's still technically a good guy. <laughs> technically. Allegedly. But, oh, he looks great. Is that a, there's a, an upside-down face on it just there, I think. Yep, there is a, a skinned face... <laughs> Yes. On his cloak. So this is this is Conrad Kurz. He is the Primarch of the Night Lords. Well, kind of the Night Haunter. Night Haunter. Night yes. Haunter. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he is just a big, sneaky, stabby murder machine. <clears throat> oh, he just this that is a great sculpt. <laughs> I've just noticed as well, like the uh, the guys at the bottom there with, with the, the faces, faces sliced off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's cool. He is a death machine. And he don't work for nobody but you. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, that is a, an awesome model. That's one of my favourite Primarchs for a while, actually. I do like, and uh, <laughs> said this, and... Oh, look at that. That's <laughs> great detail. Yeah. No, oh, they're uh, Solar Auxilia as well, are they? I think. He could be. I, think, I, yeah, I don't think they're Marines. No, they're not Marines. I think they're Solar Auxilia. Or they might be some of the Mechanicum guys. Yeah. But yeah, they definitely have no skin left on them. <laughs> I just... So, it's would have been very easy to make him look like Batman, Wolverine and the Emperor had a baby. Yeah. And I don't feel they've done that. I feel he has a very distinct character and that is exactly the character the model needed. Yeah, yeah, he look, he's cool. He's a cool model. He's he is like I imagined him to be. Unlike yeah. some of the other Primark sculpts. Oh, just to be honest, I think the most disappointing of the Primark sculpts so far is probably Horus. Yeah, I suppose he's not as as meaty as uh, as I really wanted him to be. No, not at all. I mean, he's a guy stored on a staircase. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like the old artwork. He was always super massive, with all these things going up his nose, looking sort of minced up. He was yeah. great. Yeah, and what we have isn't that for no. Horus. Anyway, uh, moving on. <laughs> moving swiftly onwards. So, while we're still on Games Workshop, because we're still on Games Workshop, because it's a busy week for Games Workshop. It is, no. Blood Angels. Blood Angels. They're back. They're back, and they look really good if you like Blood Angels. <laughs> if you're into that sort of thing. I, okay, so first we've got the uh, the campaign box set. Uh, <coughs> yes. The Shield of Ball. Deathstorm. 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 Which is kind of like the uh, the, the Space Wolf or box set uh, from a few weeks back. Stormclaw. Stormclaw, yes. And in Fang here, sword. Fang of the wolf <laughs> father brother. <laughs> Fur babies. Leave me alone. <laughs> Don't touch me. Yes. So, uh, Sword of Baal, Deathstorm. Deathstorm is uh, Games Workshop seventy-five pounds limited release, like starter box set. I suppose they're kind of like a starter. It's two yeah. armies, two armies of not like their clip together quickie guys like you get in. Um, yeah, What's these are called? the actual kits, not yeah. the Dark Vengeance. Dark Vengeance, yeah. Uh, fast connect, fast clip together. Yeah, this is two actual sprued armies. And uh, for 75 quid, you get 
a special one-off Blood Angels Terminator captain. Five of the Bogo Terminators. Five cool-looking Death Guards with slightly bigger bases. More on that later. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and a big old awesome-looking Blood Angels Dreadnought. And then you get a cool-looking Tyranid Broodlord, which is just for this box set. Huge. Three, Absolutely massive. He's a badass. Three Tyranid Warriors, eight Gene Stealers, and a Carnifex. And then you get a little portable copy of the rulebook and a bunch of campaigns specific to this box set for £75. And have Games Workshop lost the plot? Now, <laughs> I'm going to be abusing Games Workshop later on for their pricing policies, but <laughs> this, this is a great box set. I know you were saying like you pay for the Blood Angels, get the Tyranids free. Yeah, pretty much. I mean... Uh, you're looking at say eighteen pounds for the uh, the Terminator Captain. Yep. Uh, you've got a squad of Terminators there. They're going to be setting you back twenty eight. Something like something that. Like that. Yeah. Twenty pounds for the Death Guard, and then another pushing thirty for the Dreadnought. Yeah. Even f- just for the Blood Angels. Yeah, that's still a bargain. And, and then, then you get free Tyranids. Free Tyranids and the rule book and some scenarios as well. Yeah. Yeah. So that is. A weird, strange example of Games Workshop going here, save some money. Which is freaky and scares me. Yeah, as well it should. <clears throat> but don't worry, we'll return to the status quo soon. <laughs> yes, so what else have we got, uh, Blangels wise? New Tactical Squad. New Tactical Squad, lots of stuff on the spring. Yes. Really good looking set of models. Yeah, no, I I like these guys. I've never played Blood Angels. I've never felt a particular affinity for Blood Angels, but yeah, these are cool. These are much better than like the um, the Dark Angels ones, I think. Which are normal Marines with cloaks on. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, you know, don't you just get one cloak? I think you just get the one, don't you? Yeah, Something like yeah. that. But yeah, they're they're yeah. yeah. But these guys, these guys look cool. They've got lots of cool little bits. You know, lots of cool details. Lots of Blood Angel details. Look at those chiselled abs on that sergeant. And I, I, I love the sculpted breastplate. Kind of artificial armour. It's, it's great. Uh, it's a beautiful thing. And this guy, let's go over here, he's got a little cup on his backpack. Right, look at me. I drink blood. I yeah. keep it on my back. Yeah. <laughs> we're totally not evil. <laughs> no, we're fine. <laughs> so, I mean, in this box set, what you're looking at, we've got parts for Heavy Flamer, parts for Heavy Bolter, the Heavy Flamer looks cool. The Heavy Flamer does look real good. Uh, we've got all your special weapons, so Plasma Gun, Melter, Flamer, Draft gun. gun, and some really nice looking pit- weapons for your uh, sergeants. I mean, you could easily convert or kitbash a, a captain out of these pieces. There's a really yeah, nice well, looking... I mean, you could probably get a whole command squad out of these. Blood Angel lives. Power Fist, uh, Power Sword, uh, Chain Sword... Really nice pistol weapons. Uh, the return of the hand flamer. Woo! It's so tiny. I don't think we've seen it in plastic probably since the second edition close combat spring. Back when it had its own little template. Back when it, it was had about its own three inch little long. template. <laughs> Nobody used it, but it was just nice that it was there. Uh, <laughs> it was cute. I also get a, an inferno pistol in there. Woo! Love the inferno pistol. I'm glad someone does. I love it. See, I I am I tend to give all of my squads melters, but I, oh, the in, the inferno pistol—it's got a six-inch range. 
<laughs> cool. Six inches. You're just like, oh, I'll shoot you with this thing. Why not? Why not? <laughs> yeah. It's a just in case thing. Uh, there's also lots of parts in there for combi weapons. So you've got all the, the main options for a combi weapon. So your Volta plus Melter, Plasma, or Flamer. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you go towards to the end there, we've got the Sprues. The Sprues. Sprues. Oh. Oh, it's all custom stuff. I didn't realise that. I thought yeah, it was like a bunch of extra stuff. Totally custom Blame Jolt. Nice. Yeah, we've yeah, got, so you got fancy chain swords. Fancy chainsword, fancy power sword. Obviously, yeah. it's a tactical squad, so you don't get the option of close combat weapons. Yeah, which is oh, yeah, why, for me, the, the Space Wolf uh, Marine Box will always win. <laughs> because you get those options. Yeah. It's some really nice looking... Oh, he's a yeah, cool, great right? looking box. All the bits look, uh, look yeah. pretty customised. Oh, yeah, see what you mean. Like the... Uh... Yes, like half a bolter. So you stick it on the bottom so of one of the weapons and turn it into a combat weapon. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it's really nice. Yeah, nice. That is a cool a cool little set, that is. Yeah, I'm impressed with that. As well you should be. <laughs> we well, get a lot of heads, too. Yes, but only three ball cuts. Oh, I want an entire squad of ball cut marines. But you do get some really nice uh, armour options. I mean, we've got the... Yeah, the big face mask. I don't think that's actually an armour version, is it? No. I think that's just, uh, this guy looks like Optimus Prime. <laughs> that's um, the guy that they push in front when there's a lot of snow. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's the guy. Little shovel face. But I think there's like a mark. Uh, if you just go onto the squad, it's that. Like, oh yeah, it's four, like the Corvus armour. Yeah. I think that's mark six. No, no, Womblehead's mark six. Oh, it is, isn't it? Yeah, it must be mark five then. Corvus. Womblehead is a technical term. Remember, you're a Womblehead. <laughs> yeah, that's a nice box. I dig that. I dig them. I mean, for £26, I'd say for the bits alone, that's pretty good value. Certainly better value than the the Bogo Space Marine box. Yeah, I mean, you can certainly pull a load of stuff out of that and convert up some other guys as well. Now, <laughs> oh, he has got... Medfist. Ah, yeah, we were just discussing this earlier. We're now talking about the the, blood, the new Blood Angels character that's on pre order for this week, the Sanguinary Priest, who's basically a Blood Angels apothecary, we suppose. Yeah. And he's rocking a big old double handed chainsaw, which looks very similar to uh, your Space Wolf guy's. Uh, yeah, uh, Ragnar. Ragnar. Ragnar, Ragnar, no new model. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Ragnar, I'm still a very two dimensional model, Black Rain. <laughs> Yeah, and this guy, I'm assuming he's a big old plastic dude, isn't he? Yes, plastic dude, single pose, no bits, no options. Yeah, yeah, he's got he's got more detail than I remember from seeing him, but it really is just just one one guy for eighteen quid. Yeah, I can't understand how GW. We've just looked at that Blood Angel boxer. and we've for seven pounds more, lots of <laughs> lots of lots of bits to make ten marines. Uh, we've just looked at the the Shield of Ball Death Storm. Where you get all the models ever we've, for 75 quid. It's free tyranids. And then we look at this and it's one guy that costs £18. With no customisation options at all. I mean, even if we We're looking at the sprue now and there's nothing. A helmet option. <coughs> yeah. Or an alternative hand with a bolt gun instead of his chainsaw. Yeah. Or it's a cool model, but it's not £18 on its own cool. No. Like, for, for seven, seven pounds more than this guy, is that right? Seven, yeah. You get a whole 
box no, eight set. Pounds. Eight, eight pounds, pounds more, more for nine a... extra marines. Yeah, which is ridiculous. Ridiculous. And I mean, why would you? Why? <laughs> why would you pay for that guy? When you could probably do a very similar thing with the tactical squad. You know, you've got enough in there to make a little command squad. And then, you know, you can model some, like, fancy big trousers on, like, a sanctuary priest has. And uh, I'm not sure many people have probably got some old uh, bits kicking around. I, I but you could convert this guy. I don't think I've fielded an apothecary, but I've probably got bits for a couple of them lying around at home. Yeah, or you just buy the marine command sprue. Mix it in with the tactical squad sprue, and you can make everything ever. Yeah. 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 You've got a kit as good as the Blood Angel Tactical Blood Angel Tactical Marines box, plus yes. bits <laughs> in your bits box. I can't understand why you would ever need to buy that for that price. If you wanted a big fancy collar, though, it is a big <laughs> and fancy collar. Yeah. And the tactical marine box set does have a, a definite dearth of ball cuts. Yes, this is true. Not enough. Yeah. So the Sanguinary Priest, yeah, he's fine, but he's not £18 fine. No, he's... he's, he's No. Yeah. He's alright, but 18 quid, just silly. And then that about wraps it up. Oh, the word dice, the dice are gone. <laughs> yeah, the limited edition dice. <laughs> They're really nice dice. Yeah, they're kind of cool. See, I tried to get the Nurgle dice when they released those. They sold out straight away because yeah. apparently every Chaos player in the world plays Nurgle. Well, yeah, they're the only Chaos god that's worth playing. Yeah, you probably seems. still get Slanesh dice. Oh, uh, nobody likes Slanesh dice. With his sexual, sexual overtones. G- GW made Slanesh and now hates Slanesh because it just doesn't <laughs> fit their business model. Their kiddocentric kidocracy. No. Anyway, uh... <laughs> Moving on, because we have to. I suppose. Uh, end times. So end when, times. When we first made the podcast, uh, the end times was this big thing that was coming up. It was huge. It was huge. And it was going to push the Warhammer story forwards. And we were talking about Nagash, the huge, awesome Nagash model. Amazing Nagash model. The uh, huge, awesome Nagash's generals, whatever they were called. Wibbly Wobblers. Wibbly Wobblers. Uh, <laughs> on their giant bat monkey dog thing. Uh, which was great. And then we had the big skeleton monster dudes, which were great. And then we saw the chaos end times. The Glockin stuff. Which ignored three gods and focused on <laughs> Nurgle because everyone who plays Chaos plays Nurgle, plays Nurgle. Yeah, uh, Slanesh the, uh... no end times for Slanesh who cares about Slanesh yeah because the Chaos guys they got the Glotkin who were like the three guys on the big awesome blob monster yeah. oh, no, the big awesome blob monster is one of the three guys isn't he yeah yeah right. he's he, yeah he, you know Jimmy Bob and Cletus. <laughs> Cletus? I apologise if we have any listeners actually called Cletus. <laughs> if you have, email us, win a prize. The prize is um, nothing. No. <laughs> there is no prize. <laughs> there is never a prize. Well, congratulations. You've listened to us <laughs> and you're called Cletus. It was your applause. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed it. Anyway, yeah, so uh, then the Glockin happened. Which got this cool, really, really cool big okay. blobby model. So so the Nurgle stuff, the Glockkin is great. Yep. I think for use as a great unclean one, 
I, I may pick up this model. Six six pounds. It's a big model. Yeah, frankly as well. You could use that guy as a great and clean one. Pull off the other guy with the scythe as like some warlord, and then you've got like a wizard dude as well. Yeah, yeah. And I think because there's no kind of saddle or they're not in a riding pose, they are just literally stood on top of the big dude. Yeah, you could probably just remove them very easily. Yeah, which is cool. Yeah, I'm down with that. And I really like the little Glock him, uh, <laughs> the little Nurgling. He's like, yeah. "Hey guys," who, who is awesome, like all Nurglings are. Hey buddies. Uh, then there was also some other stuff. There was the big kind of guys. The big wibbly wobblers. I have absolutely yeah. no interest in. Yeah. It just looks like somebody slapped a whole bunch of green stuff on some Chaos Warriors <laughs> and said, done. Yeah, the... Um, what they called? I can't find them. It's really hard to navigate Games Workshop's website from a mobile. But no irritating click clacking. Well, true, yes. Yeah, you're free of clicks. And it means I don't have to use the horrible Apple touchpad <laughs> thing, which hates me. It does. It really does. Yeah, no, I can't remember what the um, what the other guys were called. Anyway, those guys. But uh, still. Oh, God, there was the character model with the ridiculous name as well. Blue. Yes, Blue. Blibbly McWobble Wobble. Where are we? Where are we? The Glartkin. Uh, oh, uh, there was Yeah, Lord, Great mount. Not so bothered about the character models. Yeah, and that was very similar to the Undead ones, where it's three big dudes on crazy mounts in one box. Yeah, you can make one of them, and then you have some spares and lots of bits, but not enough bits to make another model. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I like the one that's got like a, a mouth groin. <laughs> Uh, I'm not going to go into your interest in mouth grinds. Mouth grinds forever. Yes. Now there was. See, I think this is ah. There they are, the putrid blight kings. Yes, which are old friends. Which are chaos warriors with a whole ton of green stuff on them, and there's some nice design tone elements in there. But yeah, they're not. Yeah, this guy mm. who's got a bell in his stomach. That's, That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're okay. Oh, look, that one's got a little dude poking out of his belly. Yeah, because everyone loves snor- uh, nerdlings, <laughs> not snorlings. Not snorlings. No. Don't be silly. Don't, don't be silly. <laughs> yeah, and then there's the, the, there was a, a character model for those who had a silly name. Swabble McWibblechops. Yes. Blargle Mc, I'm a pirate guy. Uh, yeah, yeah. I should use it search this thing on mobile, I really do. I kind of... It's a bad sign that the newer model isn't... Oh, there he is! Gut rot spew! <laughs> <laughs> Stop laughing. Uh, but he, he really looks just like the other guys. Yep. But Again, he's £16. <laughs> it's, here's a Chaos Warrior we slapped some green stuff on. Yeah, but he's he's 16 quid, right? How much was that box set of the other guys? 33 yeah, I'm fairly sure that there's not much going on with that guy that wasn't going on with the other guys. No. Except for he's got the name Gorot Spume. Spume. Horrible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that was the uh, that was the the Chaos End Times release, and that was kind of cool because the actual book 
included the rules for adding demons and warriors of chaos and beastmen together in one army which I must admit sounds pretty cool because I've always liked the idea of beastmen but they've never been quite chaosy enough for me or imperial or imperial yeah. <laughs> yeah. bring back imperial guard beastmen I say yeah that'd be cool never gonna happen I saw a conversion of those like yeah. a whole unit of, uh, of beastmen imperial guard it was awesome <laughs> yeah all of the days of just mix and match madness. See, <clears throat> I don't like I don't like the molding. The, I, I, yeah, I want to call it sculpting, but it's just not it, <laughs> digital modeling. Yeah, we just slapped a bunch of green stuff on a guy and called it a new model. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't do a lot for me. Yeah. Mm. But then. After the uh, the chaos one, we got um, end times Hells. Kane. Not to be confused with the guy from uh, Robocop, of course. No, or, or, <laughs> or, or Legacy guy. of Kane. Well, Legacy of Kane. No, no, the, the end times Kane was entirely without Legacy. <laughs> it was because he had no models, no nothing really at all. Absolutely nothing. Not an Eldrick sausage. Yeah, and I was kind of excited, thinking like, ooh, yeah, Kane model, that'd be cool, I can use it as an avatar in 40k. Yes, yeah. That was, I think that was the thing a lot of people expected. I know it's what I expected. Yeah, but no. I mean, similar similar to Chaos, there are rules for playing all flavours of Eldar, Eldar, elves in one army. Eldvars. (laughs) Eldvars, so... So for some reason now elves and dark elves like each other. Uh, I think they tolerate each other. Yeah. They never, did, they never did before. <laughs> tolerant of all things at all times anyway. You could kind of see Wood Elves and, and High Elves getting on-ish. But yeah, Dark Elves? Mm. Yeah, especially yeah. like in 40k where they're like, yeah, you can now ally Dark Eldar and Eldar. But I think some it's kind of Malekith just got fed up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, stuff it. Yeah. Uh, Why can't we be friends? <laughs> But yeah, so but no new models. That's the, and it's kind of got me thinking. Have Games Workshop released all this kind of in a hurry? Yeah, it just feels a little rushed after we had bad financial results, which was just before our first pod- yeah, true, foray into true. the podcast world. New CEO as well. New CEO just felt like it's hit the fan. Let's rush out something, something yeah. quick. Let's get these done. I think Warhammer was kind of hemorrhaging money. Mm. I get the impression it's never been as... Well, it just isn't. You can look at the community and know that it's not as big as Warhammer 40k. I think it's also got the most kind of plausible rivals. I think. Yeah, I suppose you've got the, the old Kings of War. Kings of War. Uh, I think Fancy Battle Games. Well, I suppose there's a lot of people that play the uh, the more recreationalist games as well, right? Yeah, I think there isn't. I, I don't see a great deal on the market that's like 40k, and is as popular as 40k. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think 40k is is the big sci-fi game. There's lots of other sci-fi games, but 40k is the one that's a shit ton of models beating each other senseless. Yeah, it's a sci-fi game. Yeah, and so I just feel that they had. I, I feel that end times was coming. The plan was always to do this, mm. and I think it was maybe the run-up to 10th edition, 9th edition? 10th edition. 10th edition. I think. Crikey, I can't remember. And I, I still feel that the next big rules release for Warhammer is going to be all new. 
just completely start again start again from the ground up and i think that's what end times is for to lead into that yeah yeah i, I would be supportive of that one i'd be supportive of a big old rewrite of the rules yeah like grounds up rewrite yeah but i feel because of the financials they've had to rush this forwards so nagash was done end times nagash was done and ready to ship yeah proper release proper release uh, then I get a feeling the uh, the Glock, end times Glockkin was on its way. I, yeah. I don't like the models. I feel the models, like say, look like Chaos Warriors that somebody slapped a whole lot of green stuff off. <laughs> I think maybe there were plans in place for other Chaos models. I know a lot of the rumours said that uh, Van Horseman was it Van Horseman? Uh, yeah, the uh, the Chaos Sorcerer with the double headed two headed dragon. Oh yeah. Yeah, that'd be nice. Was a plan. Uh, there was talk of a new Archon model. Yeah, because yeah, he's quite old now. Yeah, and what we instead got was a bunch of Nurgle guys that no one wanted. And <clears throat> what is essentially a plastic grain and clean one. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not bad. I, I, I don't mind. I don't mind the case release. The case release is fine. I, but then... It just felt, to me, it felt <laughs> a little rushed. It felt like they hadn't quite got the models where they wanted them to be. It lacks a little bit of finesse. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. It can always be a bit hit and miss. But it is Nurgle, so to be honest with Nurgle, you're never going to know. Yeah. Yeah, but then, yeah, the the Elfie release, the Kane release, was just, here's a book, see ya. (laughs) Yeah, here's a book, go nuts. Yeah, like, with none of the fanfare, the other ones, at least I felt that way, I don't know if that was the case, but... Yeah, the other ones, there were rumours and all sorts, and they were on the front page and everything. And then King came out and they were like, oh yeah, we did one for Yeah, he's a book of elves. Yay! Okay. Um, Let's talk about Blood Angels. <laughs> yeah, uh, I know there's still End Time Skaven on the horizon. Is it? And Who are they going to team Skaven up with then? I've, no one likes Skaven. I'm surprised they didn't team Skaven up with Chaos, to be honest. I think that is the only kind of connection yeah, that really works. Who knows? Skiven and Orcs. Skiven and Orcs. Skorks. Skorks. <laughs> I, I presume ogres, goblins, and, ke- and orcs are going to get repackaged yeah, yeah. as one army again. Yeah, that would make sense. That would make sense. Anyway, so that's Warhammer. A couple of more things while we're talking about Games Workshop. Firstly, Basegate. Basegate. The, 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 <laughs> the, the, the shock news story that never happened. <laughs> Oh, so many people were so upset about slightly bigger bases. Because yep. this, you remember we said earlier in the, uh, in the what's it called? Uh, Death Storm! Thank you very much. Yes, in the Death Storm, <laughs> they are the, um, the, what are you called? The Angry, the, Angry Blood Angels. Yes, yes, Death Guard. Death Guard, thank you. The angry Blood, Blood Angels. Angels. Yes, the, the super nasty ones. Uh, with the jump packs, and they have slightly larger bases. I think they were 32 mil? 32 mil, up from 25 mil to 32 mil. Something like that, yeah. So slightly bigger, and people lost their minds. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm going to have to rebase everything. I'm like, why? Why? Why do you care? Now, firstly, I'm just going to say, <laughs> I have a squad of Chaos Raptors at home. They will not stand up. <laughs> well, there is that, yes. Yeah. They are on the 25 mil bases. And their centre of gravity is all over the place. I have glued pennies to the underside of my minis. <laughs> they will not stand up. Ever. This will not stand. Ever, ever, ever. Ever, ever, ever. <laughs> ever, ever. Yeah, I'm assuming I have the, um, the Forge World jump pack guys. 
and uh, just that bit heavier for being resin, and they're a nightmare to get stood up as well. Yep. So yeah, so, jump pack guys, bigger base. Yeah, that's cool. But people were like, oh no, if everybody's on these bigger bases, that makes a whole squad three inches bigger. Um, a, how did you work that out? If they're in a line, like, touching each other, what? <laughs> I, I, just, I, I cannot understand. For competitive tournament players, I could see how this might yeah, be Yeah, but a they're big deal. mental. But they're it, playing but a system that is not suited for a competitive tournament. No, all it is is a change to the metagame, and everyone has the same change. So no one is at a disadvantage. No one's at an advantage. It's just a change to the meta. And I don't. I don't. Like, let me say this now. I don't give a toss about tournament players. No, they can have their own obsessive little weirdness and just keep it out of the fact that we like to play with little men and pretend we're having wars. I, I've <laughs> got time for tournaments in some games, but forty k is not that game. Forty k is not a tournament game. <laughs> yes, it's. it's it's clear, especially from 7th edition, that Games Workshop intend 40k to just be a game where they go, here's a bunch of models, here's some rules for hitting them against each other, have fun with it. Yeah. Go nuts, dice each other to death. Yeah, it's not a serious tournament game. It's not. War Machine is a serious tournament game. More on that later. Yeah, but not 40k, no. 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 <laughs> 40k is, is a hobby game I feel more than anything yeah that's else. why I play 40k because I'm invested in the hobby yeah and the stupid story yeah <laughs> I love it stupid story I love the stupid miniatures I love the stupid story I love the rules which are for the most part horrible <laughs> clunky let's put it that way yeah but but once you're invested then you're, you're there forever hooked for life uh, so yeah, basically the thing that wasn't, and the other thing, bigger bases, a little bit more scenery. Yeah, true. I, yeah, I, I, more I, chance to do stuff. On I those. love decorating bases. <laughs> I, I, I went maybe fifteen years in the hobby without decorating a base ever. To be honest, I'm still at the stage where I paint the, the rim brown, and then I put some green on it and brush it goblin green so it looks like yeah. fake grass. Yeah. Don't don't <laughs> get me wrong. Old hammer the- style. <laughs> All of my armies uh, exist solely in a world of snow. Every every army, snow. I love that snow. Also, I, I, for my Imperial Guard, I'm looking at making like sloppy mud bases. That's nice. So I've got some of that water effect stuff. Mm. Yeah, mix some of that in with some uh, like you know brown weathering powder and slop it on the bottom. I'd like to know how that works out because I keep looking at the fake water stuff and thinking, mm. <laughs> yeah, fake water. It's yeah. cool. It's cool stuff. But, but snow, snow, lots of snow, lots of snow, lots of snow. <laughs> the handy thing about playing Chaos and Kador. Lots of snow. Everyone <laughs> gets snow. True. Snow for all. I am a veritable opera of snow. <laughs> Very good. Uh, what was the other thing? The And finally... Oh, the... Um, yeah, the the rumour about 40k end times. Ah, 40k end times. The, 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 it turns out it's not. Yeah. It's just not. So basically what happened was some guy, I think, was talking to... Was it Graham McNeil? Some author. Somebody, I can't remember who. Some guy talked to some author. And, uh, <laughs> and he was like, yeah, I'd love event. to do uh, an end times of 40k where um, Marnius Calgar came back. No, Robot Girly Man. Oh, yes, Robot Girly Man, yeah. Yeah. Yes. And somebody heard that and put it on the internet and said, this is happening. Yeah, and everyone got excited. And then the guy came and said, no, I just talked to this one guy about writing a book about Robot Girly Man coming back. Yeah. 
Robot Gilliman, of course, is the um, Primarch, Primarch of, the Ultramarines. of the Ultramarines, for those not in the know, which is apparently me. <laughs> Robot Gilliman? <laughs> Robot? 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 No, no, it's definitely Robot. Robot. Yes. Robot. 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 Uh, Gulliman. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. And the guy said, no, blow rubbish. Why well, can't have a normal name like Lehman Russ? I don't know. <laughs> That's a nice solid name you can get behind. It's a nice solid name like Lionel Johnson. <laughs> I know, we love this author called Lionel Johnson, let's make him a Primarch. But how will we make it cool? We'll put an apostrophe in it. Yeah. Lion L. L. Johns. <laughs> so smooth. So smooth. Uh, but I love the vintage thing that's come through. Like with the Primarchs, and you see all the like really old influences on the 40k universe. I love it. See the picture <laughs> kind of in the. Not. It was on Facebook not long ago. Some old, old piece of art from like uh, Rogue Trader. It says that Lehman Russ was a guardsman. Really? Yeah. <laughs> he was promoted to being a space marine. Cool. And was part of the founding of the the, war, the space wars. Nice. But yeah, yeah, he was just some dude. Some guy. Some guy. <laughs> yeah. I love old. I love old fluff. I do. I love it. It was just so anybody came up with anything, slapped it in, and it was done. Yeah. I love that. I love the the chaotic and sort of unknowable feel about old forty k. Yes. Just when all the art was madness, and you'd look at a picture and not be quite sure who was who and who was fighting what <laughs> and what that was supposed to be. I loved something about that unknowable craziness that it used to have. Yeah, there's a lot. Everything's a bit more organised and less chaotic now, and maybe the hobby lacks something for it, but uh, <laughs> we have to keep it real. True, yeah. true. Good old days. Can't when I was a lad. <laughs> Anyway, I guess yeah. that's all we've got to say about Games Workshop for a bit. Yeah, it, it's been less of a kicking for Games Workshop this episode. Yeah, apart from the, the Sanguinary Priest guy. Their mad pricing policy on uh, on single miniatures. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I feel I feel oh, we've it's been less of a kicking session. Yeah, so, so that's good. Uh, moving from that to the other Nottingham-based miniature company, Mantic. <laughs> Hooray! And one of our. Uh, one of the two of us, which wasn't me, so guess, uh, was on the Mantic blog yesterday. Yay, my picture on the blog where I'm looking in the middle distance. It's a really, really weird fucking picture of me. But your beard looks mighty. Yay. And, yeah. and you do have a big brown, you're just receiving a blank package. <laughs> An empty box. An empty box. <laughs> From a nice woman in a, a, a Mantic head office. Photo ops. Yeah, anyway, the reason that I was on Mantic's blog was because we went to the Mantic Open Day last weekend. Yes. Which uh, we got late to. Which so... we missed most of. Yeah, yeah, because I was doing other things. But uh, yeah, we got there, and it was kind of cool. It was cool to show up, and we got to have a little look around. Yeah. And uh, I actually talked to Ronnie Renton for about ten seconds. It was really nice to see Ronnie walking the floor. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't have the balls to hit him over the head with his easy click, easy to assemble... Dead zone, dread, dread zone, dead zone scenery. Dread things. Zone. De- hang on, dread ball. Dead, dead zone. zone. <laughs> yeah, yes. Ah, there is a tale to tell you when we first tried to play Dead Zone. Ah, and we're okay. like, ah, oh, yes, I have a Dead Zone. It came as a Kickstarter. Let's 
assemble these buildings and play some model fights. I, I've seen videos online. Ronnie Renton says it's easy. <laughs> Just clip it together. And we spent an hour laughing hysterically because it was almost impossible to get these things to clip together the way we wanted. The easy to clip together <laughs> scenery does not clip together. No. Some no. of the pieces don't actively don't like each other. <laughs> the worst part of that was when you had clipped two pieces together and then realised there was a ladder on the floor. <laughs> and then uh, you clipped another bit on so it else pinged off. Oh. Yeah. I, I love the Dead Zone scenery. It's cool. It's a great idea. It needs a little bit of revision to make it work, but it is a cool idea. But it's not as easy to clip together as we were led to believe. No. But anyway, back to the open day. Yes. Actually seeing Ronnie Renton walking the floor in Mantic, just being... I get this impression of the guy from what I've seen him do, where I've seen him. I don't know if you uh, watch uh, Beasts of War's yes, he was, videos. Yeah, he was on those last week. He was he? on last week, did a lot of interviewing. And I just get this impression of him. He's a guy who loves what he does. <laughs> he loves his games. He loves his community. Yeah, you know, he seems like a decent guy. And yeah, just to see him out there on the floor talking to the customers. <laughs> yeah, actually, I really like just going to Mantic's HQ because it was like it was just a little warehouse and some offices. We actually kind of double-headed it with uh, GW head office. <laughs> yeah, because you know we can get a beer at GW head office. <laughs> yeah, that's one thing GW's uh, head offices has for it is its own pub. And just to compare the two. <laughs> Yeah, like Mantics is a bunch of rooms, um, plasterboard walls, all painted in a fine shade of magnolia. And uh, Games Workshops is just this massive effort with things everywhere. In all fairness, it also looks like a building site. Of well, yeah, true. They are building the whole new visit centre bit. Yeah. But yeah, it, it just makes me even more think Mantic are the plucky little guys just scraping away and cutting their own niche out. And it's cool. I love it. It, it was really nice to see and as I keep saying the thing I love about Mantic at the moment is I don't feel they, like you say they're carving out their own niche they don't feel like they're directly competing with Games Workshop no apart from Kings of War I don't think there's actually any point where they kind of because no. I mean they, they kind of started out as like here's cheap versions cheap of versions models. yeah but now they've they've kind of got their own thing they've got they, they sort of the the push for Kings of War is big armies. We'll we'll give you a yeah. game that's quick to play for big armies and make lots of cheap minis to make a big army. Yeah, and it's got like joins up, uh, which is kind of unlike Games Workshop, where it's it's fifty quid for five guys, and here's the rules, and they're really clunky for big armies, but have big battles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, but at the moment they've got Dreadball, which is a really big seller for them. Mm. Which is a small game that can be played really quick. Yeah, with minimal outlay. Yeah. And then they've got Dead Zone, which is similar to a skirmish game by another Nottingham-based <laughs> games company, which no longer exists. Yeah, he means Necromunda. Which which we all played and we all loved. Oh god, I love Necromunda so much. But for some reason, Games Workshop doesn't see that as a valid avenue anymore. <laughs> uh, so instead we go to Mantic and they have Dead Zone for us, which... It uses Mantic's rule sets, which are fun. Yeah. Mantic write rules, which are going to be fun. Not necessarily going to be fair, not necessarily <laughs> no. going to be balanced. No, no. 
But you can have a laugh. Yeah, you're going to have situations where you roll... I mean, I don't know. The, kind of, the big seller for certainly a lot of Mantic skirmish games is exploding dice. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, if you roll the highest number on a dice, either D6 or D8, depending on the system, then you get to roll another dice. For some fun, crazy results. And this just leads to so much fun. <laughs> yeah. I was kind of thinking, like... The difference I feel with like Mantic and Games Rich, Mantic is they want you to have a game, have a laugh with it, and move on. Yeah. Maybe to one of their other games or something else. Whereas Games Rich want to keep you in in their ecosystem playing their games and that's all you do. Whereas I feel like Mantic are more like a board game producer. They will make a game yeah. that you can play and then play something else. The thing about Games Workshop there and it's fine if they want to keep me in that ecosystem because in the nineties that's what happened. Well, you didn't have a lot of choice. No. Then, that is you? true. But <laughs> But within Games Workshop, you had choice. True. Whereas now, you don't. Now Games Workshop produced two games. Mm-hmm. Whereas when we first got into the hobby, you were at Games Workshop, and you could play Blood Bowl, you could play Necromunda, you could play Gorkamorka. There was Mordheim there for a while. Yeah. Uh, Inquisitor. Uh, the spaceship one that I forgot the name. Battlefleet Gothic. Yeah, or Space Fleet before that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and Man of War. Man of War. Epic. Oh, epic. I loved Epic. And, you know, you... Yes, okay, so there was only... Game, Games Workshop was the only mini-war gamer on the high street. But they had a lot of options. Yeah. Yeah. Or more options than they do now. More options than they do now. I mean, let's yeah. not forget Space Hulk as well. Spulk, yeah. Spulk. <laughs> uh, Warhammer Quest. Oh, Quest. Quest was beautiful. There were so many ways <laughs> to buy into the universe. Yeah. You know, so maybe you bought Quest because you were a role-player... You got into Quest, and then you wanted more of the Warhammer world. Then yeah, you looked well, at maybe investing. I think in the to be honest, in Quest, if you if you played through it and got past like the initial levels, wanted to do the advancement, there were more troops in there. Yeah. So you go out and buy a box of orcs, say, or a box of something else, just to play that game with, and that had you know perfect expansion potential. Yeah, I feel this is something again Mantic are doing with uh, Dungeon. Oh, quests, yeah, the Dungeon Dwarf Saga. King's whole dungeon. Yeah. <laughs> where you buy this kind of this questing game and then the miniatures can then be transferred to Kings of War yeah uh, or Warhammer or Warhammer unless you're playing at a Games Workshop store where they will throw you out yes I kind of uh, one of the big gaming centres near where I live is a place called Sanctuary and they recently held the UK finals of the Kings of War uh, tournament cool yeah which was great. Unfortunately, I couldn't get down there, but I saw a lot of the photos. And I don't think a single army actually used Mantic's <laughs> miniatures. And Mantic are okay with this. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's what I think. I think Mantic are, are just more about allowing you to have fun. Yeah. Here are rules. Have fun. Yeah. If you buy our miniatures, great. Yeah. If you look at... Um, can't remember the guy's name that, that makes the rules for like uh, Dead Zone and Red Ball. Uh, but he has a... I want to say Cal- Calvatory? No, no, no unless you're Salv- Salvatory, whatever least, it is. Yes, at he least does, But he does the Kings of War. It's uh, like Jake Thornton or something like that. But mm-hmm. he has a, a blog called Quirkworthy where he talks about game design, stuff like that, and releases um, like editions and errata for the rules. And yeah, that's that's nice. I like that. Yeah. Again, it's man to get involved with the community. Yeah. Yeah. 
very much more responsive. Yes. But yeah, it was it was cool to go and see how the mantic half lives. <laughs> yeah, see, see, see where the magic happens for mantic. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. And you picked up your Dreadball Extreme. Yes. Uh, box. I, have you have you actually opened it yet? Nope. Oh <laughs> <laughs> well, one day. Yeah. The thing is, you need the um, waiting for the additional PDF that's supposed to come with it that lets you use the the regular Dreadball teams as part of it. Ah. Because. Uh, for the time being, there's just the the two teams that come in the box. And this another part of the charm about Mantic, they're a bit shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they do things wrong. They make mistakes. Yeah, it's glorious. Yeah, but they're always cool about it. Like um, I hadn't got the the PDF of the uh, Dreadball Extreme rules that I should have got, so I wrote them, and they're like, "Oh, sorry about that. Here's some rules," which was cool. Yeah. I kind of like the fact that you got the the big brown box, you opened the box, and there was the uh, Dreadball Extreme box, and there was the Dreadball Extreme rule book, which they hadn't put, <laughs> put in the box. In the box. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's an art print signed by Ronnie. And an art print signed by Ronnie, which was nice. Like, oh, I, I love Ronnie. I, I genuinely <laughs> so much affection for Ronnie. I mean, I don't know who the new CEO of GW is. I know it's some guy they recruited for oh, internally. But I don't, I don't know him. He's some faceless entity. To yeah. Me. But Ronnie Renton is a hero. <laughs> one day he will unite us all and lead his people to the promised one land. One of us. One of us. <laughs> He's got a great beard. He just, he just seems like a really honest, genuine, nice guy who likes playing with toy soldiers. Who likes playing with toy soldiers? Don't we all? <laughs> yeah. So that was cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're on Mantic Kings of War Second Edition hit Kickstarter. Yep, I didn't back it. I didn't back it either. <laughs> but it looks cool. <laughs> yeah, it looks nice. I, they had a good model. And, yeah, good luck to them. <laughs> yeah. I will no doubt buy the Rolls of Kings of War 2nd Edition when they're released to the general populace. Yeah, yeah, you might pick it up and give it a try with the old Warhamster models. Yeah, well, while I was at the open day, I did buy a box of uh, goblins from Mantic. Yeah, they're fun looking. They do look really fun. I've, I've kind of had a look at the models and... You've got some of them which are in the hard plastic, you know, kind of the the rest the spruless ones, the spruless plastic, yeah. which look great. And then there's some of the the goblin, the goblin, the majority of the goblins are on sprues, and they look less good. But, <laughs> <laughs> but that's mantic. You pays your money, you takes your chance. Yeah, that's it. They, I don't feel not the... robbed at all because I paid thirty three pounds. For so many models. For like 60 goblins, 60 of the hard plastic goblins on sprues, which might look a bit rubs compared to GW's. Well, you've got a 60 of them. But I got 60 <laughs> of them for £30. We actually Who looks at a single goblin. Yeah, in, the other like, in a big block, a big Martin block. Nobody cares. No, no. For GW, their models may be beautifully sculpted. They may look great, but if we've got a block of 60 guys, I don't care what the guys in the middle look like. <laughs> no, they're just hit points. Yeah, exactly. So, so no, I'm entirely happy with with what we got for the value. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, we'll uh, we'll have a play with Kings of War at some point, I'm sure. Exactly. But, yeah, not Kickstarter in it. No. Too many Kickstarters out and about. Yeah, most from Mantics. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they seem to be really, really on to the Kickstarter thing. But seems I, to be working for them, though. Yeah, I, I seem to think the oh, what's the sci-fi, the, the big sci-fi Warpath. Game? Warpath. I think that's going to be next year's big Kickstarter. Yeah, Mantic. it's kind of been quiet that one. There's nothing about that at all. 
I, I feel they've kind of kind of left it for a while. Yeah, I suppose they've got like um, dead zone, dead zone. Yeah, dead zone. Yeah, to fill that, that feel, hole for the time being. From what I've seen Ronnie say before, I think the idea is get dead zone out there, get dead zone big. Yeah, I suppose they've got uh, they've done the zombie expansion. They've got the extra races now, so expand from dead zone into warpath. Right. Yeah, that sounds like a plan. Yeah, which sounds like a good idea. So you've got. The basics. I don't know if we're going to see the uh, the, the vermin, the, the space skaven, yeah. introduced to Dead Zone next year, and then I think all of their main races have then got a gang in Dead Zone, and then from there you can expand yeah. into Warpath. So you've got the basics of Squad, and then you move on to the next. Yeah. Or at least you know, hopefully they'll have it so you can play Warpath with little squads. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. So if it scales from, you could have these skirmish games up to you can yeah, have big old beastly games. Big old beast games. Yeah, yeah. I, I've said it before. I'll say it again. I think that's why Games Workshop's going wrong at the moment. Is they're trying to make everything bigger. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. Not want... everybody has the opportunity to do that, though. No. So instead of the the there is no kind of small entry point for forty k or Warhammer. Yeah. And yet they're trying to encourage us to buy these uh, uh, warlords, lords of war, lords of war guys. War, yeah. yeah, so you, know, you could have an orc stomper. Yeah, that's great, <laughs> but yeah, you, where end up any if you're an orc player, you've got literally hundreds of guys on the table. Yeah, it's it's, it's too much. But it, like, I think for a Saturday. 40k is a Saturday game, you know, you have a big old yeah. game of I've, 40k. We've had some Apocalypse, Apocalypse is Apocalypse. Yeah, it is Apocalypse. Games, and they're great, they are so much fun. They're good fun, you won't want to do it every week though, it's tiring. Yeah. <laughs> you need a whole day, at least a whole day. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the first time we tried it, we got two turns, just. Yeah. And it took maybe seven or eight hours. Yeah, and it was fun, it was fun, but it's not a thing you would want to do week after week. No. And you've got the rest of the week as well. I mean, kids in their lunch break, like adults in offices in their lunch break, after work, you don't have that much time to play these massive games. No, I mean, we we played games at school. When we were at school, lunchtime we would play... Battletech. Uh, Battletech. Uh, we played uh, Big Space. <laughs> Battlefleet Gothic. Battlefleet Gothic, thank you. Also known as Big Space. Big Space. <laughs> Everyone loved that game. Uh, Magic the Gathering. Yeah. Just things that didn't take a lot of setup, didn't take a lot of models, and you could finish in an hour. Yeah. I could take Dread Dread Ball to school, and I'd get thrown out because I'm 33 now. Yeah. But, what I mean. Soon to be 34. Silence. (laughs) So. Old men. Yeah. But, what I'm saying, when I was 16, 17, 18. You could have taken. I could have taken Dreadball in school. I mean, Mantic give out these little boxes with the padding. Yes, because like everything you buy from Mantic basically comes in an actual plastic box that you can close and open with foam inside. So it's basically a little carry case for whatever you've bought. Yeah. So you know you've got your team, which is eight models. Yeah. Yeah. In your little box, and a board that folds up, and a handful of dice. Yeah, and a few cards. A few, I think the cards are an option. Well, 
Uh, kind of to play it's much properly, better to have the it's cards, better yeah. to have the cards but the cards are optional if you just wanted a quick game yeah you know eight minis a, t- a board and a handful of dice yeah you can quite easily get that game played yeah which is ideal I mean Dead Zone obviously more settled but once you start playing it is a very quick game to play it is especially if you're playing the Rebels because you die you die and you die and you die and then you die and you die and you die <laughs> Yeah, that was brutal. I don't think I've got the tactics for the Rebels down yet. <laughs> so dead. <clears throat> but yeah, you did get revenge with the Enforcers. Though. That's true, when I switched to Enforcers, then it was uh, a bit night and day. <laughs> yeah. 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 Marauders against Enforcers. Not so good, Al. <laughs> yeah, we'll figure out that game eventually. Yeah, but... But it, it, you know what? Even playing it wrong, we had a lot of fun. <laughs> True, yeah. yeah, it's good fun. It's a fun game. I like it. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I love I the, the the fact that the the movement isn't super accurate as well. So yeah, can you imagine somebody being upset about base sizes for a <laughs> for dead zone? It just wouldn't happen. You don't care. No, there's <laughs> no even. You don't even need a tape measure. No, it just is it in that cube? Yes, it is. Job done. Yeah, it's, 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 in the, it's I love I love the design of it. It's just somebody went, let's make this simple, make it fun, and achieved it, and it was great. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's it. Yeah, How good design, I think. Very good game design. I feel Mantic design games and kind of the miniatures are a little <laughs> bit of an afterthought. Yeah, I suppose Games Workshop uh, were the guys that said we make toy models yeah. first and foremost, and, and they make, make very models. very pretty toy models. Yeah, they do. They do, and they price them appropriately. <laughs> no, they don't. If they for, did, for how pretty they were. Yeah. yeah, if if they priced things appropriately, we'd either be looking at £100 for a tactical squad. Oh, that's right. <laughs> or, you know, you'd be able to buy a character model for three or four pounds, <laughs> like we used to, Games Workshop. <laughs> oh, I'm going to make a squad full of single one-off models. So that's, what, 180 quid for <laughs> 10-man squad. <laughs> Oh my god, I didn't think of that. Can you imagine? Yeah, I mean, a command squad's what? Five five guys, so you've got a tech marine, you've got a captain, you've got a an apothecary. Uh, you've got a tech marine, but yeah. You've got a, like a special weapons guy, standard bearer guy. Standard bearer guy. Um, apothecary, like sometimes you have the sword master guy. Yeah, so you are looking at £90 based on the current model for your command squad. Yep. <laughs> but so if you want to stick maybe another five Boggo Marines in there just to... Bulk him out. Bulk the numbers up. And you'll want a Land Raider for that. Because <laughs> you wouldn't want him exposed while travelling up the battlefield. Oh, no. no. So so that's another 40-ish. <laughs> you know yeah. what, my Land Raider cost me 25 notes. Those are the days, eh? Yep. Those are the days. And the box is signed by Jez Goodwin. That was it. It really is. Sadly, I don't have the whole box anymore, just the signature. But yeah, my Land Raider box, this is back when I was living in London at university, and my Land Raider box was signed by Jez Goodwin. Cool. In his Eldar squirrels. Squirrels. Yeah. I like Jez Goodwin. We all like Jez Goodwin. I love his Eldar statues. back to better times. Yeah, yeah. I just basically want Games Workshop to go back to being like they were in the late 80s and early 90s. (laughs) Yeah, you mean like Mantic are now? Yeah. (laughs) Less evil and corporate. Yeah, and and somewhat, somewhat nebulous. <laughs> yeah, right. uh, I think that about wraps it up for the news. Yeah, there's probably, probably other stuff other with, with other games, but 
Um, we've got limited time here. Yeah, so uh, we'll have a quick uh, conversation about what we've got on the table at the moment. Yes. And what I have on the table currently <laughs> is Malifaux. Yeah. Do you know? Do you know what the, <laughs> the thing about Malifaux is? Malifaux hates us. Weird games. The people at Weird Games hate all of us. That was the sound of a bunch of Malifaux things falling on the floor. <laughs> That's not supposed to happen. <laughs> yeah, we, what I have in my claws now is a sprue of Malifaux bio goblins. And I'm looking at... This part here is the end of a rifle, separate from the rest of the rifle, that you have to stick together. Onto the end of there. It's tiny. It is... Maybe half... <laughs> a, a mil? Half a mil? Yeah. The, it, it's... it's a mil wide point. Like, the end of the rifle is a millimetre wide. But the thing is, and there's you have to another glue it rifle on. right there where the end is connected. <laughs> yeah. Look at this. Look at this tiny little foot. It's like a what, three mil long by two mil high with a one mil connection point for a foot. And you have to glue that onto the bottom... Have another guy's leg. But it's impossible. Why would you make a model where the, the foot is not connected to the leg? I don't know. A- unless it was just because you you have nothing but contempt for your customer. Base. Spite. I'm sure there's reasons for it. But the good thing is that when they're assembled, they're awesome. They are some of the most beautiful plastic miniatures I have ever seen. Fantastic. I mean, I, I, we're looking at here the uh, one of the. Uh, young Lacroix goblin things, the 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 sort of the uh, the girl one firing a gun that's way too big for her, and she's flying backwards. And um, it's it's so characterful. She looks terrified. There's a big gun. There's all the muzzle flare. She's flying backwards. Great sculpt. It's, it's brilliant. They make amazing models. Unfortunately, they're so nightmarish to put together. <laughs> I, 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 ha- I have a theory, and it basically involves instead of a sem- it's kind of like buying a Ferrari. You buy a Ferrari, the minute you take it off the forecourt, it's decreased in volume. <laughs> You're not wrong. You buy Malifaux miniatures, don't take them off the sprues. Because <laughs> the minute you take them off the sprue, you have ruined them. They will well, never be perfect again. <laughs> yeah, that guy had a separate foot I had to glue on as well. Oh, look at that. Madness. That is nightmare fuel. Madness. <laughs> Absolute nightmare fuel. <laughs> And they're all over the floor. Yes. Well, you know, you can't have everything. But I do have... This is why we can't have nice things. One thing I do have is... Uh, right here is... Um, Summer Teeth Jones. And this is the old metal version. Because mm. uh, Malifaux First Edition was all... Metal. Didn't he have a big clear-out recently? Yeah. And what I've got here is Summer Teeth Jones... In original metal and new plastic. Yeah, the new plastic sculpt is better. It is. Which I think maybe the old one's got slightly more character to it, actually. You think? Maybe. But was that cigar a separate piece? Um, no, it wasn't, thankfully. It was actually glued <laughs> onto one part of his jaw. <laughs> but he, his bottom part of his jaw and his face, the back of his head and his hat were all separate pieces. Because so, my, because <laughs> yeah. So for one guy, it was one, two, three, four, five pieces just for his head. Whereas old Summer Teeth Jones was a metal body and two arms that you stick on. Now, if you look at the poses, the new guy so much more dramatic. 
That is a very dynamic pose. So much more dramatic than the old guy. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, maybe not get quite as much out of his face. I don't know. I guess it's a matter of uh, taste. There's a lot one. more detail on his chest, though, in the plastic. Yeah, I like his, uh, his little shoe that's coming open. <laughs> yeah, oh. <laughs> adorable detail. Yeah, brilliant stuff. So, yeah, yeah Malifaux. Models, amazing. We've not actually played the game yet. No. But it's on the cards. We've read the rules a few times, and perhaps maybe know a little bit about how you're supposed to play it. I mean, but not sure. <laughs> the setting appeals to me because it's 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 Deadlands. Yep, <laughs> it's it's just Deadlands, but that's not a bad thing. Deadlands was a great game. Deadlands was an amazing game. This, of course, is Deadlands card game that we have most experience with. Yeah, um, that was terrible. That <laughs> oh, I love that game. <laughs> I still have decks at home. I've got so many cards. Apparently it's been re-released as a, a boxed card game. Yeah, living card game thing. Yeah, yeah I saw that the other day. I Which was can't remember where I was looking. But kind, of, kind, yeah. of, kind of fills me with a little thrill of delight. Yay. Yeah. yeah. yeah more of that sort of thing. But I love the setting of Malifaux. I like the, the whole undead, the demons, the gremlins, not goblins. Gremlins. Gremlins. <laughs> this is... Uh, we're looking at... Um, I think this is Remy Lacroix. He was a, a gremlin in Malifaux. Has he got a guinea pig strapped to his rifle? He's got a tiny piglet. Oh. Because they're all about pigs, these guys. They love pigs. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so he's he's basically a sniper, but instead of a sniper, <coughs> he has a, like a six-barrel Gatling gun that he slings over his shoulder, which has just come off because I dropped everything like an idiot. But, yeah, normally he's, like, holding on to this, slinging it over his shoulder, being a badass. And the Gatling gun, it's got six barrels. Two, each of the two barrels come separately. Yikes. So you have to glue these tiny little barrels together first, and then glue to the body of the gun, and the little pig on the back comes in two parts as well. You glue those together, and that's the gun. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six parts just to make his gun. And it's whew, centimetre long, two centimetres long at most. Wow. Tiny. See, I went with a resurrectionist gang because undead, yeah. and because punk zombies. Punk zombies. Punk zombies. Two with words. samurai swords. Punk zombies. Yeah, samurai swords are just a bonus. <laughs> zombies with Mohicans carrying samurai swords. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're looking at the uh, the young Lacroix who's mooning. <laughs> I... See, one such. Delightful monsters. <laughs> anyway, punk zombies. So, so yeah, I, I'm assembling these punk zombies. You don't get instructions with the boxes. Stop showing me things with pigs. They're so cute. <laughs> I'm trying to talk to the people. <laughs> you Stop know. the people. Look at my pigs. <laughs> right, the piggy Anyway, anyway, so yeah, uh, Resurrectionist box set. Can't remember the name of the box set, but it's got a guy with a robot leg and a top hat, because top hats are awesome. Everybody got top hats in this game. <laughs> He's not got a top hat. No, it's because the top of it got bitten off. That guy's got a top hat. That guy <laughs> has got a top hat. Okay, so there are a lot of top hats in this game, which is no bad thing. But anyway, so anyway, the Resurrectionist box set, and we've got these three punk zombies. Now, as I say, you don't get any instructions in the box for the assemblage of these punk zombies, which you know would should be fine because you think how many pieces can a zombie have? 
you know, yeah. legs, torso, arms, head. Yeah. And then you get to a point where the legs are separate on the waist. So you need to glue the legs and then the torso goes in and then you've got arms and there's half an arm and a third of an <laughs> arm and you, you have to glue those separately. And then you get to the head and this isn't... A he- How hard could it be to mould a head? <laughs> But no, so this is a punk zombie. He's got a Mohican. He's but the, the Mohican sticks onto the back of the head, and then the back of the head sticks onto the torso, and then you have to glue the face on separately. <laughs> and the face is maybe maybe a mil and a half, two mil, and 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 it's waffle thing. <laughs> It's so tiny. I am not known for my dexterity. You are not. No, certainly not. <laughs> I, me and dexterous actions are not good bedfellows. And yet I am expected to fit this very, very, very small zombie face <laughs> onto my zombie miniature. Yeah. And I just sit and I look at them and I think I've, I've ruined these I've, by wanting to use these miniatures <laughs> I've destroyed them I have broken them <laughs> uh, I, I, I've tried painting one and unfortunately as we've said at the top of the show we've had assorted problems for the last couple of months so I haven't picked up a paintbrush in anger in quite a while so anyway I started with the, the, the head honcho of my Malifaux gang uh, who's an undertaker and he's got a robot leg and a long trench coat and a top hat and I, okay so black coat black coat and how do you highlight black shades of grey now my space marine chapter <laughs> uses grey so and it's kind of goes from dark grey base up to quite a light grey highlight uh, I'm not a great painter I just want to throw this out there <laughs> neither of us as are. I mentioned <laughs> I'm not especially dexterous uh, I have a tremor in my hands which just makes life difficult but can I get around things by both of my hands shaking at the same rate when I'm trying to paint <laughs> uh, some dry brushing you know, there are ways around certain things but I, so anyway I'm going to paint this guy and I so painted in black I've had a uh, what they call Vallejo, uh, Vallejo, Vallejo, black that wasn't black. Vallejo lied to me. This is this black is black. It's not a shade of black. It's not. It's called something like German Oberkuppenhausen black because hell black. That's the way my Vallejo named their paints. Uh, and it's supposed to be a very 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 dark grey. I, I painted it over the coat and the hat, and I looked at this mirror. Oh, that's just black. <laughs> it's just black all of it black anyway so then I got my GW my Citadel paints out and did the first level of highlight in the darkest grey I had and it kind of made it all look grey and then I went to <laughs> the next level and then the next and then the next and by the time I know it this coat looks white <laughs> because I've just gone mad with shades of grey gone too far and the highlights that should be thin highlights aren't thin highlights thick highlights and and, and I, I look at it and I think oh god what have I done you done goofed I done goofed <laughs> I should have started small moved up and oh my god but anyway it's all weird miniatures fault <laughs> the moral of this story the moral of the story is weird miniatures makes great miniatures but they're so hard to put together and, and it makes me cry and it makes Ralph die. Yes, weird miniatures <laughs> make me die inside. Yeah, bad, 
But but I will persevere, and eventually we will actually play the game. One day, eh? One, One day. day. <laughs> I have a rule book, and I will no doubt read it at some point. Mm. You know, I don't think I've ever read a 40k rule book all the way through, and I've been playing that for 20 <laughs> well, years. That's so true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, how we've played six edition for quite a long time, and like, I think every week we were like, oh no, wait, I looked up how this works, and it actually works like this. Yeah, it turns <laughs> out we've been doing this wrong. <laughs> and then they released 7th edition. Bastards. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one day we'll figure out how to play the damn games that we like playing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why not? Yeah. And I think that brings us to Infinity. Yes. Now, this is a thing that Ralph hasn't been playing. No. Because he doesn't understand how awesome Infinity is. One one day, man. One day, <laughs> one day I'll, I'll strong arm you into it. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, no. Um, me and uh, my friend Gaz have been cracking out Infinity, and my God, I am in love with this game. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. I've never been quite so tense during a miniatures game as I have whilst playing Infinity. It's just heart attack inducing. I, I... <laughs> You can't. I, I, I don't need that pressure in my life at the moment. Yeah, so I, I have weird miniatures. <laughs> well, true, true. Um, yeah, the uh, Operation Ice Storm was a thing. Corvus Belli that make Infinity, a Spanish company. They released basically a starter set with preview third edition rules, and uh, we sat down and we played through the scenarios, and they kind of ramp up through just taking a few basic troops and fighting each other into like a. A bigger expanded rule set. Right, uh, Ralph's having a look at it now. And it takes you up through just starting with three like basic troopers, and then it adds in a lieutenant, and adds in rules for snipers and special stuff they have and drop troops and things like that. And builds you up to like a, a sort of basic level, but doesn't take you through the full rules. Rule books in foreign. Yeah, one side's <laughs> in Spanish, one side's in English. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they're they're different to the current second edition rules that you would buy or download because the rules for Infinity, of course, are free. You can download the second edition rules, and they are different to the stuff that's in Operation Ice Storm. So we played through Ice Storm. We were like, "Yeah, we like this. Let's play more." So then we had to like forget a lot of the Ice Storm stuff and uh, relearn second edition. So we've been playing second edition, waiting for third edition rulebook to come out, which is due on the eighth. But we've heard apparently. It's been delayed at the printers, so it might not come out for a while. See, something as somebody with no experience of playing the game, I'd just like to say the miniatures that come with the starter box are incredible. The f- oh, Infinity miniatures, I love them so much. I think this is one of my favourite. This is a this is a Hassassin Fide, and uh, she basically pretends to be a member of the opposing army pops up behind enemy lines and goes, hey, I'm your friend, then whips out the massive boarding shotgun she carries and blows them away. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Really nice looking minis. And the fact that it's a starter set that comes with metal miniatures. Yeah. Yeah. And Corvus Belly basically said... Unheard of. <laughs> we, want, we want people that buy this starter set to have the full experience of Infinity, so we're going to have metal models, not clipped together, sort of scaled down plastics or anything like that. And basically, you've got a solid core for the army of each side out of the start set. You need uh, normally it's about three hundred points for a, a sort of normal sized game, and these guys will probably give you something the reason of one fifty 
points. So a couple of boxes takes you up to the full size, and yeah, it's not not too hard to do. No. Mm. Yeah, but it's uh, it's a lovely game, and me and Gaz have started playing a campaign. So uh, with this one, you need your engineers, and they go along and do all sorts of crazy things. And you score victory points, and then use those victory points to either upgrade your army's special skills, or you can upgrade a single character and make him get better. And uh, yeah, it's nice that they have this campaign system as well. I think that's really cool. Yeah, yeah. I like the fact that Firestorm comes with the scenery as well. Yes, yeah, because scenery is so important in Infinity. Yeah. Basically, if you're out in the open, you are dead. Even if it's your own turn, if you're moving through the open. You're gonna get shot and killed. <laughs> I know GW used to have box with scenery for the starter sets. I mean, second edition came with cardboard scenery. Yeah, the, the third, third edition, edition had some plastic actual bits, plastic scenery. And uh, but I don't know. There's nothing in the new set. No. Certainly nothing in sixth edition in Dark, yeah. Dark Vengeance. Dark Vengeance. Yeah, I, I think I feel like scenery is downgraded in 40k. It's not that important. See, hmm. part of me thinks it is, and I can see what you're saying, but you play a shooty army. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, to you, scenery is, is an inconvenience. Yes. To me, so it's life or death. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it, it Even with my plus saving throw, I still need to... Uh... <laughs> That's because I take a lot of things that are AP3. <laughs> no one likes a smart ass. <laughs> Well, you know, what I've got. Uh, let, let, let's not forget my uh, my luck with deep strike roll. Oh God! I think it's worked once without well, scattering. Maybe. How many times has he gone off the table? Oh, one or two. Actually, my favourite to when you get to place my marble on it's on the table. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oi. yeah. No. No. Good times. Yeah, but yeah, Infinity. I highly recommend it, and everyone should give it a go. It's gonna happen eventually. I'll get you to play through Ice Storm with me. Yeah, yeah. Hold my hand. Be gentle with me. You can be the Nomads or the Panoceania. I kind of like the Panoceania. Yeah. Even though, you know, big religious Microsoft. <laughs> They're not all religious nuts. Douchebags. <laughs> They're not as bad as Eugene. Eugene are the total assholes. Really? Panoceania kind of goes along and does a thing, and then Eugene comes up afterwards and steals it off them. Actually. I... <laughs> For, for the setting, I'm really impressed with how much character they've got into their models. Because that whole kind of like near future, you know, could have been easy to everyone look the same. Yeah, yeah, I think they do, they do good. And I love, I love the, the Nomads as a faction, the weirdest looking faction. They have pandas. All sorts. And like the uh, Tun- Tunguskan Interventors with their fast pandas who were like hacking robots. Which look like pandas. <laughs> yeah, so the pandas go and run around doing their own thing and then you Not hack breeding. through them. Not breeding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're pretty great. There's just some weird things. There's like giant flying cat robots for the nomads. Because why wouldn't there be? If you've got robot pandas, why not go? Flying cat robots. Yeah, i uh, kind of uh, enamoured with the... Uh, oh gosh, what are they called? And Not Antipodean. Oh, the Antipodes. Yeah, yeah. Ariadna faction. Ariadna faction. Because they have dog soldiers and werewolves and, and they've been killed. <laughs> yeah, and you can't hack them. They've got nothing to hack. But I, ju- I just love the look of that. Yeah, well, normal heavy infantry is, if you if you get them in range of a hacker, which is only eight inches, which is why you use repeaters like the pandas, 
So you can get them nice and close without uh, worrying about your hackers. Okay. Uh, normal heavy infantry, you can hack into them and disable them, so they're immobilised, and then they have to fix themselves the next so turn using the borders. We're, we're in a computerised future. Yeah. Whereas Ariadna don't have any technology, so their heavy infantry just have massive plates of lightweight metal strapped to them, because they come from a planet where there's lots and lots of this really lightweight but awesome metal. Mm. So the heavy infantry is just, <laughs> I've got this big metal plate welded to my chest. <laughs> Rather than look at me, I'm a fancy robot dude. And they have werewolves. And they have werewolves. Actually, they've interbred with werewolves, <laughs> with like wolf monsters. There is nothing wrong with that. <laughs> nothing at all. Yeah, they have the Scottish guys as well who are awesome. With the Cal- Caledonians? Caledonians. Yeah, 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 they're cool. I, I must admit, they, they, they draw me. They, <laughs> I, they attract me to infinity just because. You paint tartan then, finally. Yeah, because what I need is harder stuff to paint. Tiny little lines. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, that's exactly the type of thing I enjoy painting. What with this? Uh, uh, yeah, but try try Infinity. Do it now. <laughs> so, I think is, is that all we've got to talk about? Is that all we've got to talk about today? Burble, burble, burble. Burble, burble, burble. I did see... Online pictures of new Blood Angel Terminators. Oh yeah, there's the whole um, yeah. There's some rumours about extra. literally while I was stood on your doorstep waiting for you to answer the door, which you didn't. I'm sorry, I was busy. Were you? Were no. you? No, I was just slacking off. Well, yeah, there was kind of hype and rumours, and now we have some actual pictures because Games Workshop have a bad habit of sending out. Painting guides with miniatures that aren't released yet on them. <laughs> it's good for us, though. It's kind, it's, of, more, it's it's kind of more fun that you can find out these little if nasty you things. on balls. I know they're on there. Yeah. Well, you can always edit out the fact that we have to look on balls. We don't look anywhere else. We get all no. our information whole cloth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we... Yeah, we're so connected. Y'all. Y'all. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Uh, so, these guys. Yeah, they're, they're Terminators, but a little bit more fancified. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They uh, already yeah. had those in Space Hulk, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. They're no wolf guard. <laughs> yeah, the librarian's pretty cool. The librarian is pretty cool. I, I, mm, is he just a Blood Angels one? He kind I of is, know. I suppose. He's got he's a little bit. Yeah, he's he'd be easy enough to convert, though. Easy enough. A little blood drop on his axe and on his yeah. knee pad, and, and he's got a. a Cup on his belt because <laughs> everyone needs a drink. <laughs> like, oh, I'm a little bit, a little bit peckish. Yeah, but no, these some uh, nice-looking new Terminators. I th- yeah, they're yeah. not they're not as fancy as I was hoping to be honest. They're a little bit plain. I'm not sure. Hang on, hang on are these the new Blood Angels ones or that's a new that's a certainly new head. Ah, yeah, they've got these little extra details. Yep. Yeah, they're a bit uh, a bit boring to be honest. <coughs> oh, he looks cool. He looks he's cool. got this fancy banner, sculpted banner. Yeah, it looks like there's a lot of lightning claws in there. Yeah, yeah I see what you're saying though. With the, I think that some look good, some some look kind of meh. Yeah, I think the thing with Terminators is they've never quite looked right to me. They've got like these big 
metal plates, but they're kind of unadorned for a space marine. I yeah. feel like they should have more stuff on them. The first miniatures <coughs> I ever bought were the uh, the Space Wolf uh, Wolf Guard. Yeah. And they were t- it was to play them in the... What's it? Space Hulk. Space Hulk. Because a friend of mine had Space Hulk, and it came with... I think it was second edition that came with the plastic Terminators. Oh, the ones which like the little, rubbish. little tiny ones with the weird sleepy shoulder pads. No, not the good ones. Oh, that was oh, first the, edition. Yeah. The second edition ones where I think it was the first plastic multiple yeah, Terminator they were, kit. They were and basically they, the metal Terminators, but plastified. But plastified. Yeah. And for some reason, tore. Yeah, they were, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. they didn't kind of. But anyway, so I bought the Metal Wolf Guard to play that, and it came with the two heavy weapons, the heavy flamer and the assault cannon, mm-hmm. which is still the best weapon in the 40k universe. It's awesome. Bottom on. Uh, especially the new little one that comes in the plastic <laughs> multi-part kit with yeah. the wolf head on it. And anyway, all the chains and just crazy. <laughs> anyway, in, but yeah, I still love the look of those humans, and I don't think they've ever quite got that look. No, right. they were kind of they were more compact, but the the details on them was, were like the same size they are now, so they looked fuller and busier. Yes, and I think Terminators now look a little unadorned. I mean, the the, the masks are good, yeah, but they, they lack detail. I mean, these are like the the Terminator armor is supposed to be handed down generation to generation. Yeah, these are supposed to be the the most elite troops, and like your sergeants in the squads always have fancy gear, but the Terminators look sort of boring. I always expect them to be cooler. Yeah, have should... like engraving and stuff. Yeah, on they them. should have years and years of battle scarring and adding and Yeah, just more Adorable. more detail. More making them look like that they are the, the fanciful elite religious zealot weirdos that they're supposed to be. Yeah. Actually. I think Yeah, um, I think their, their heads are probably bigger than they used that, to be. No, because my phone hates me. <laughs> and technology. Yeah, I, I always love the the sergeant, the leader of the wolf guard. Yeah, with the wolf on his back. They always an awesome model. Just, but yeah, I think it's the scale is slightly different now, and it yeah, probably loses something. I think it's probably better and lost something because of it. Yeah, but yeah, it, it, the head was bigger, filled more of the body, so there wasn't that kind of you can now turn the heads and <laughs> look whereas before they just looked kind of like one Brrr, set I'm a brick piece <laughs> exactly kind of like Batman yeah yeah <laughs> yeah Batman, Batman's head doesn't move Batman's head's not supposed to Batman move. doesn't need to move his head he's that badass <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah so yeah I'm, I'm a bit disappointed in those Blood Angels Terminators a bit disappointed I was hoping for more mmm the librarian looks nice, though. Yeah, he's pretty and cool. He looks like he a, comes a, with a couple of options. Yeah, it's about time we had a plastic librarian. But, but of course, he's going to be £18. Pounds. Yeah. Don't we have a plastic... Is the plastic librarian the release recently Power Armour or Terminator Armour? Yeah, uh, he's Power Armour. Uh, yeah, and he's got a silly beard and a little cherub. I don't like him See, particularly. See, I'm, I'm, I play Space... Well, I don't play Space Wolves. I play Chaosy Space Wolves. But I can theoretically use Nigel Stormcore. <laughs> Nigel! Which I don't... You should play the spatial rules rather than the I, I To be honest, I keep looking at the codex and thinking I should maybe maybe buy buy. I like use the hell turkey; it's cool. Yeah, well, that's it. I I, I love the new uh, space wolf flyer. Yeah, that's cool. It, it looks like a brick, and I, that's what I want <laughs> my space marine flyers to look like. 
I don't want streamlined. <laughs> Elves are streamlined. Yeah, that's true. I love, I love the, the, the Space Marine flyer aesthetic. It is like, here's a box, we slam some wings on it, and we just give it enough thrust to make it fly. <laughs> it's got wings and the biggest engines. Because <laughs> they can't fly, they don't fly. They just <laughs> can't fall they because they've got so much forward velocity. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's it. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. <laughs> Sledgehammer way of Space Marine thinking. This is the only way Space Marines think. <laughs> they have one mode and it is beat. Yes. Um, have we got anything else? Anything else? Anymore? Anymore for anymore? Uh, I think we're done. Yeah, it's probably about it. Yeah. Uh, you played a War Machine tournament. Oh god, I did. Yeah, and lost every game. Yeah, played four games, and out of those, I got one victory point. <laughs> one. To be honest, I should have practiced beforehand, but I didn't because no. I had other things to do. And yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, I got wiped a lot. Yeah. Anything else happened? Oh, there was a whole kind of Dark Eldar release while we were away. I don't like them. Yeah, I, I'm indifferent to them. Yeah, some people like them. That's cool. I play Eldar and I can ally them, but eh, I'm not interested. I, I don't know about the fluff. I just think they look kind of mid-90s, where everything was extreme. extreme. They look a bit rap metal. Yeah, they do look a bit rap metal. <laughs> it kind of reminds me of kind of when Batman was a vampire, because. Yeah. And then the whole John Paul Valley Batman. And <laughs> yeah, that's just it. They remind me of 90s Batman. And that's why I don't like them. Fair enough. Yeah, he just lets put spikes on everything. <laughs> I do like the big fancy bomber flyer with its little see-through canopy on the front. Yeah, I like that. I don't like it. It just looks like the Eldar one that they've made spikey. That's cool. No, it's not. It's, <laughs> I can shave the spikes it's off mid-90s. The <laughs> It's what the, the mid nineties to me are extremely. I guess, I guess what I like is the bombay on the front. Is the little bombers pod? I think that's awesome. I do. I just, I just don't like it. <laughs> it upsets me. I, 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 I lie awake at night, not sleeping and screaming about that dark dark Yeah. Not yeah. good. No. You've got problems. I, I do have. I have some very serious. The problem is, the problem is, I've had so much to worry about recently that I can't do anything about. So, uh, so I get upset about the little things <laughs> about Dark Eldar spikiness. Uh, Dark Eldar spikiness and the fact that swans are too big to be real. Uh, yeah, yeah, swans in their ways. Yeah, that, that's it. I, that's entirely how I. This is a valid insight into my life. <laughs> It really is. It really is. I get very upset about, about <laughs> ridiculous things. But it stops me from getting upset about the things I should probably be upset about. About the actual problems. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, because, good tactics. Yeah. Because I'm far too busy thinking about swans are too big to be real. And mid-90s spiky dark elder. Mid-90s spiky dark elder. Where's <laughs> it did come from the mid-90s? Well, kind of late 90s. What, 97, 98? 98, I think they were. Yeah. They were so, third edition, weren't it? So, yeah. It would, it's kind of, I don't know, Games Workshop reflecting the trends of the time. It's kind of tower very mid-90s because they're ripped from mecha anime. Yeah. Despite um, the Space they, Marines are fascists because they're from Thatcherite Britain. <laughs> True. <laughs> True. Uh, but, but yeah, yeah, I've never kind of looked at the anthropology of Games Workshop before. Is it anthropology? <laughs> I don't know. 
Studies it's not people. arthropodology, I know that much. <laughs> no, it's nothing to do with arthropods. Those pteranids are a bit. Uh, yeah, the study of people and times and people and things. I don't know. Stuff and nonsense. But yeah, yeah, so you've kind of got Dark Eldar at the end of the 90s, and then you've got the Tau, which are the noughties, and they've got the smooth lines and Mecca. And things. And things. And stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, the town, town business suits, whatever they're called. <laughs> yes. The business town. Oh, I'm here to make what a deal. Called? Crisis suits, that's the one. For the greater good. <laughs> yeah, I think the crisis suits, they are looking old as well now. Not as old as the Eldar jet bikes. That's because they're from the mid noughties where right. everything was anime. <laughs> I was looking at the spruce for the Eldar jet bikes. 95. Wow. 1995. Yeah, I don't think I was even in the hobby then. Maybe just. <laughs> Just give us new Eldar jet bikes for the love of God. They're the best thing about the army, and they look so old. I am, I am interested there to compare Ragnar Blackmane. Yeah, because we don't need a new model because because all models should be square and (laughs) tindy. Every space wolf character, except the recent Nigel Storm, Nial, Nial, Nigel, Nigel Stormcaller, who was promoted to Terminator. Uh, they stuck a robot in him uh, yeah for reasons <laughs> uh, it's kind of the most recent model and then we got uh, Santa Grimnar oh god Santa Grimnar <laughs> we didn't need a new Logan Grimnar I think the old one well okay maybe we did I think the old one's 10-15 years old I, I can't remember the old I, one I've lost track of uh, Space Wolf I Wars. remember when it was the Space Wolf re-release after 3rd edition came out right because I was at university when Grimnar came out uh-huh. and I didn't buy him because I was playing orcs at the time uh, traitor yeah orcs orcs for my university army <laughs> I know third edition was all about orcs for me I loved the orcs in third edition and then fourth edition came along and ruined it because we just weren't close combat machines anymore because you couldn't charge out of combat into another combat no we couldn't just blatantly <laughs> cheat and you couldn't do anything <laughs> whatever it is no like, uh, hey we've got all the guns in the world but we're not going to shoot these guys now we'll just wait <laughs> yeah uh, so so yeah uh, but no I didn't buy Grimnar and I kind of wish I did because I really liked the last Grimnar model with yeah. his big axe and storm bolter and uh, but now we have new new Grimnar with his bu- with his, with his sled with his reindeer on. Uh, yeah, and and uh, it's such a dumb looking little sleigh. Is my problem with it? It won't be so bad. Like it's got walls being tow bubbles. That's cool, but it's just it looks like a little tiny. It looks shit. like a grass platform <laughs> with with a, a wolf. Wow. <laughs> It's like half an attempt at a thing. Yeah, he would either go big or don't go at all, I think. Yeah. And I would have feel better about it if it had wheels, I think, to be honest. Big old wheels or something. Or, or tracks or treads or just something. So it wasn't like a silly boat. Yeah, yeah, and it does look like a silly little boat. And, and But, you know, the Grimnar model without the sled yeah doesn't look bad can you use Grimnar without a sled you know I don't know yeah again this is I need to buy the Space Wolf Codex possibly just because the Chaos Codex is never going to get any better yeah no you're pretty much stuffed <laughs> yeah you'll never so, beat that second edition Chaos Marines Codex no, no. <sighs> so, so yeah no my Heldrake is totally a wolf fly, fly, fly machine, machine. 
Talon. With the, with claw. the frost claw. Talon. And the fur talon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's totally a thing. Stab wolf. Stab wolf. With frost claw. <laughs> and shoot talon. I'm not saying the space wolf names aren't rubbish. <laughs> But <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, my Heldrake can totally be one of those. Yeah, it'll work. Job done. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. But no, I, I might buy Grinnell one of these days because we're gonna get reindeer from to replace those wolves. Then oh, have you seen? There is a conversion online on Facebook. Somebody has has put scale the right scale reindeer Excellent. on that sled I'll link it in the show notes painted in red <laughs> and oh my god it's 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 atrocious but but it had to happen <laughs> it had to happen because Santa Grimnor has gifts for all the good girls and boys thank you gifts of stormbolt shells <laughs> yes here's your present I'm doing my part a massive sucking chest wound <laughs> <laughs> oh that, that's my new wrestling name <laughs> <laughs> well I'm traumatised for life <laughs> good <laughs> and with that I suppose we'll say goodbye yeah are, you, are we actually saying goodbye this time as opposed to last just cutting off we just <laughs> well, we know. we're a little bit more experienced this time maybe maybe yeah yeah you never know next time we might get it right <laughs> if traumatic things don't happen in the next what <laughs> can only hope <laughs> yeah anyway well, on that, it's good, good, goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from him. <laughs> Laugh, I nearly didn't. Yeah. Um... Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, or especially if you didn't, please leave us a comment at smallmanswhatfight.com or if you're feeling extremely generous, give us some stars on iTunes. The Small Man's What Fightcast is written, created and produced by Richard Robotham and Neil Holmes. Our intro and outro music is Winner Winner by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com. What the fuck is that? It's Brad. Brad the Boatman.